Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 3.33, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. It is Wednesday afternoon, about an hour from now. We've got uh, Tim Anderson dropping by. Looking forward to chatting with him. Two hours from now, Chesterfield County Sheriff Carl Leonard is going to be dropping by. Absolutely, positively looking forward to uh, chatting with him as well. Find out uh, if he's making more progress than is reflected on his page. At the moment, I see 7,001 hundred dollars that's been raised now remember the ultimate goal is fifteen thousand dollars fifteen thousand dollars he and i both get the special olympics logo tattooed on ourselves if we only make it to 10 it's only carl and you know the sheriff he he likes to have company so um, i'm hoping i'm just hoping that we do get to that point okay now you may or may not recall few months back, oh, there was the shooting down near the Altria Theater. Huguenot High School graduation. There was all sorts of uh, things swirling around. Who was armed? Who wasn't armed? What was really involved? And you may or may not recall that the school district, uh, the superintendent in particular, wanted to make sure that none of us knew what really happened. Well, little bit of an eye-opener as we learn what really happened, and now we probably know why uh, the good superintendent cameras didn't want us to know. Our citizen journalist every Wednesday afternoon at uh, 3.30 is Mike Dickinson, and Mike was on top of the story from day one. Mike, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I would say that the Richmond school system is a Mickey Mouse operation, but that would be an insult to Mickey Mouse. I, I, I would agree with you. I mean, poor Mickey Mouse. They may be making weird movies that nobody wants to see, but fundamentally it's a business. <laughs> and uh, goodness gracious. So you said from day one, Mike, that there was more to the story than Mr. Cameras wanted anybody to know. Lay it all out there for us, would you please? Yes, what a what a complete and utter failure of Jason Cameras and the school system, and how dare he try to cover this up and, and cover up the failures. The the first failure, and and this is probably the most startling one. Sean Jackson, who was the victim, the he was the young man that was was Sean killed that had all of the the photos posted on Facebook and Instagram with lots of guns and lots of big bags of marijuana and making songs about killing people and rap music. Um, he wasn't even 
approved to graduate. There was questions if he even qualified to graduate. Jonathan Young, school board member, testified in the, in the investigation that he didn't think Sean Jackson even qualified to graduate. And he, he testified that school administrators uh, throughout the city, they, their hands are tied and they're pushed to graduate students and push them through and not suspend or expel them because that makes the, the statistics look even worse than they are. Oh. Um, that was the first thing. That's okay. and that's what Jonathan Young testified. So wow. Sean Jackson may he may not he he didn't even qualify to get a degree. So uh, you know how did he graduate? What's going on with there? Mm-hmm. The second was how is this kid Sean Jackson? He's on a a, a program called Homebound, which is for kids that have problems or kids that have mental health problems, or in Sean Jackson's case, he was involved in the murder of another person a year before and supposedly had a bunch of threats on his life. So he was taken out of the school because of all the threats on him. And, you know, it probably didn't, I mean, he was and he was gloating about this in his own rap music online, and he was on Homebound. And when it came time to graduation, um, his mother called Monique Harris, a Richmond public school counselor, and asked if, if Jackson could graduate with the class and walk across the walk across the stage and get his diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, Harris testified that she could squeeze Jackson into graduation, and in the investigation, when they questioned her, she said that Jackson was approved. However. And an internal Richmond Public School memo, Jackson, the, the Charles Jackson, the, the victim, the, the gang member, he was never approved to graduate. How the hell did he get down there and get to walk across the stage when he was never approved to graduate? Wow. How did that happen? Um, and I got to ask worse. you a question. Oh, I know, but I, let me ask you one detail because last night. As my son Joe and I were there for Annie, we had to walk through metal detectors. Am I correct? Right? Okay, you know where I'm going. Am I correct in saying that the Huguenot High School students and families did not have to? Well, this is another thing. So there was three entrances, one for parents, one for dignitaries, and one for students. They had one worker working for 310 students. The majority of students came late, so they didn't get searched. And that was, that, that's what was testified. Kevin Monroe, vice president at Huguenot, said that he saw students come in late, not checked. He himself went through a metal detector. Kevin Monroe, vice principal at Huguenot, he went through a metal detector. He had keys in his pocket. The metal detector went off, and he was waved in because they were running late for the graduation. Stephanie Rizzi, a school board member, she saw no metal detectors. Wow. She saw no metal detectors. And uh, Dandridge Hawks, he's a school uh, security officer. He said that Richmond Public Schools knew that Sean Jackson didn't get metal detected. He knew that. He he said that the Richmond Public Schools knew that. And he went on to further testify. He went on to further testify that the Richmond Public School security uh, people, they were monitoring Jackson's social media. And you've seen the pictures, him with guns and yep. drugs and, yep. you know, acting like acting like a, you know, a bad person. The yep. school knew of his behavior, and they knew of all the threats against him and all the threats that he made, but that their input was not allowed. They were not consulted on the decision to let him graduate or even come down there, or they would have said no. Wow. 
Okay, so there's just a whole slew of stuff, Mike, stacking up here that lets us know, number one, what was really happening, and number two... Uh, explains why Superintendent Jason Cameras did not want this report to see the light of day. It's terrible, I, and and I, I don't understand. Also, there, and there's still you know there's still people that are obstructing justice on this. They asked the Altria Theater and the company that provided the security for video footage so they could so they could look and see and they won't comply they won't comply with the investigators and turn over the video footage so we can see exactly sean jackson coming in with with a gun so that's what that's been what i've been saying the whole time is that sean jackson brought guns into the theater because we know from the police there were four guns found outside and there were three people so we know that that's now explain to me so so sean jackson was armed correct is that do we know that for a yes. fact okay he was he was armed okay so he's armed we've got three other guns that are outside the theater who else was involved in this according to the report so sean jackson his stepfather enzo smith who also had a shady background mm-hmm. he was also shot and then amari pollard he was the the young man that's been arrested for all of this and wow. the so the theory, then this is my, this is just my pontificating. My my belief is that Amari Pollard is going to say that Sean Jackson tried to tried to shoot him and he shot him in self defense, and that's that's it's going to make the city of Richmond and the school system look even worse because they have no control of what's going on at a graduation. They have no control of the guns coming in. Mm-hmm. I mean. Where is Jason Cameron and all this, and who's he going to blame now? I mean, this, uh, he, he is. I mean, it's terrible. How can it, he? You 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 have one person to metal detect three hundred and ten students, right. and you just give up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs. Like like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. But let them all in. It's insanity. I want to remind everybody, Mike Dickinson is joining us. Mike is uh, our exclusive citizen reporter doing real journalism out uh, out on the beat uh, the way that it used to be done. He and Andy No, I think, are just two of the uh, the best citizen journalists now. So tell me then, do we know if uh, Amari and Sean had heat? Yes, Amari Pollard was friends Sean Jackson was involved in a shooting in 2021, I mm-hmm. believe, mm-hmm. and killed some and killed someone. Um, he was a juvenile, so a lot of the details are hidden. But Sean Jackson was involved in that, and okay. that that young man that was killed was a friend of Amari Pollard. It was some kind of gang related issue, and 
And then when Jackson went on to rap about the killing and some of his rap music that was on YouTube before it was all scrubbed off of there, uh-huh. um, he bragged about he bragged about killing him. And you know, there's a um, Pollard was irritated about that. Mm, this is incredible. And do you? It, well, I guess we don't know. I don't want anybody speculating, but uh, it, it it's just fascinating how this is going to play out, and uh, it has to play out. I mean, we've got an ongoing uh, court case. Uh, we, we're now seeing this information that uh, RPS Superintendent Jason Cameras didn't want anybody to see at all. Uh, give me an update over in Henrico, the guy who uh, is alleged to have made the bomb threat against Andy No. He w- was he in court the other day? Yes, he was in court last week, and his his goofy attorney Tom Barber. He was he ran for Commonwealth attorney. He tried to primary uh, Colette McKeachin, and he made to show you how bad Tom Barber is. He makes Colette McKeachin look sensible when it comes to law and order. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty bad. I mean, Tom Barber wants the Portland. He wants the Portland Richmond. No, no bail. Let everybody out all the time. Ten times worse than Colette McKeachin. Wow. Um, they tried to make the argument that the 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 bomb threat that Jimmy Jarvis made had no merit, and that it was just a joke. It was a cartoon, and everybody would have got should have gotten it that it was a joke. That was Tom and Tom Barber tried to get it all thrown out. The judge did not buy that argument and certified the case, and the trial is going to be in April. Oh, okay. Now, here's a little lesson that I have learned throughout the years. When you when you make a joke, and then you have to go back and explain to people, oh, yeah, that was a joke. I meant that to be funny. Might not have been funny in the first place. That's just my, uh, my own personal experience. Uh, and I just, I don't see bomb threats being funny or humorous in any way, particularly knowing the situation with Andy No, where this guy has been physically attacked, assaulted, battered uh, in different places. I, 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 maybe it's just me. Maybe my sense of humor is turned off. But boy, I didn't see anything funny about that at all. Well, and this is funny because all of it's, it's, well, it's, it's ironically weird because all of these people in Richmond who, who always get up in arms when anybody says anything about them or their demographic, such as diversity thrift, NAACP. If I, if I put a picture online holding a stick of dynamite and said, I'm on my way to diversity thrift, mm-hmm. everybody in the LGBTQ community in Richmond would, would be up in arms, up in right. arms about it. Yeah. Or same thing I was going to go, you know, but, they're all quiet about this because, oh, you know, it's Andy. No, they figure they, you know, it's okay. This, you know, we can we can say that about him. They, yeah, they they are all up and on. Total hypocrites. Total hypocrites. Wow. All right. So the the trial then is going to be in April. You obviously are going to uh, stay on top of that for us. Uh, any other things you're you're looking at right now besides the developing Huguenot uh, high school shooting that we we will know to address with you in the in the next couple of weeks? Well, I'm dig- I want to dig into this principle, if you and I, because in the in the in the investigation, it's another total total disaster for Jason Cameras. The former pr- the principal is where the buck stops in these high schools. Supposedly, that the principal is the one who's ultimately responsible for the operation of the school. And as Huguenot, the principal was a guy named Robert Gilstrap, and they questioned and and talked to. Ten, eight or nine or ten people at Huguenot in the in the investigation, okay. and every one of them said that he was checked out. He didn't really care. He was looking for another job, so he didn't really care. Have any kind of of involvement about what was going on? He didn't care. And wow. how does Jason Cameras, the superintendent, not know that? 
And how does Jason Cameras let an employee like that continue on? Mm-hmm. It seems like whether you work at Walmart, a school, a radio station, a nightclub, a bar, the, the president of the United States, it seems like if you don't want to do your job, your boss would come in there and tell you, okay, you're not going to do your job. Take a hike. I'll put somebody in here who can. That's exactly right. Well, Mike, I want people to follow you on social media because you break this stuff all the time. Again, every Wednesday afternoon at 3.30, you join us. You are our citizen journalist out there. How do people uh, follow what you're doing uh, via social media? They can go on X. It's Mike D for RVA on X. All right. Mike D for RVA on X. That's the best one. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Mike, as always, I appreciate you being here. I am anxious to hear what you're going to have for us next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. That is uh, Mike Dickinson. And I'll tell you what, this is getting, as Alice said many, 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 many years ago, curiouser and curiouser. It's, uh, It's bizarre, don't you think? But uh, I suppose we'll know at some point what the details are. And, and, the, and the guy who's doing the best on this is our citizen journalist, Mike Dickinson. It is 346 Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.